The views, thoughts and opinions expressed on this program are the speaker's own and do not represent the views, thoughts and opinions of the Bank Collective and its affiliates. The material and information presented here is for general information and entertainment purposes only. This program might include strong images or language and may not be suitable for all audiences. This podcast was mainly created for fun and entertainment. And because we're the only podcast that has a big enough bravado to talk about all these. Viewer discretion is advised. I used to play in a band, right? And it's like I, I was so used to being on stage, like so used to it. It's like, don't get me wrong, I still get the heebie-jeebies every time. It's not something that I was totally comfortable of doing. Mm-hmm. And, but I used to play in a band and I was so used to getting on stage. It's like the heebie-jeebies were there, but I wasn't really that much like kabado and stuff. And I used to yeah. like fool around on stage it's like because I play the guitar. So I fool around a whole lot. It's like while yeah. singing. When you say heebie-jeebies, you mean like, like um, kabado. Butterflies yeah, but- um... butterflies. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm saying this because I performed for the first time in a very long time earlier today. I came no from a way, party. Where? Yeah, I came from a party. Yeah. It's like it's my uncle's 60th, um, and cool. I was invited to you know kind of performance stuff, and we we sang Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World and stuff, mm. and it was great. You know, it's like um, I didn't get any practice, but it was fine. But it occurred to me that. The way I'm singing right now is so different. And it's probably because of probably because of this, because I used to smoke and shit. And um yeah, it's just so different. Because when I mm-hmm. did the band thing, I was hitting notes that I was still very comfortable hitting. Right. And I was like, everybody wants to rule the world. Wasn't really uh isn't really a high song to begin with. But yeah, I found it. I found it a bit difficult reaching those notes in in a way that I can s- tell myself that I feel comfortable hitting them. It's like I can still hit them, but it's like the register I fe- I felt was different. Where I put my voice felt different, and, and then I talked to it's like Ali. I talked to Ali and told her it's like it's like I need practice when it comes to singing. So mm-hmm. on my way home because I was alone. It's like yeah. I blasted fucking high school musical in the car sang with someone it's like went on youtube it's like hey gabriella parts you know and then because high school musical like i know it from the back of my head like all of the harmonies and shit so that was mm-hmm. my practice song or practice set of songs so i was just like singing high school musical while going home because i was alone and shit and yeah it's like okay dude i could you could still reach it you could still sing but it's just so different. And I was wondering, it's like, do you ever feel that at times, because you know, obviously you sing and shit, but do you often feel at times that you, you feel like you're lacking the practice or you don't feel as confident? Because there there are times, I'm pretty sure there are times in our lives where it's like, oh, uh, Ingrid, come here, you sing Iha. And then you'd be like, yeah, sure, sure, cool, whatever. It's like, give me love on top by Beyonce. I don't give a fuck. You know, yeah. but then there are times, uh, oh, yeah, you sing, you sing. Ah, sige mm-hmm. po, uh, ano na lang, uh, give me like a very low song, like Carpenters, ganun, close to. Or like you. weak, something like really yeah, pretty easy. Like to weak, sing. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's horrible. I felt horrible earlier, actually. I mean, it's a pretty difficult song. I mean, it's not in terms of um, the range of like the notes, It's it's not that high, but. There's a lot of transitions from like different notes to that, right, yeah, yeah, to do. So you need a lot of uh, breathing exercises for that, or breathing techniques to do that. So yeah, definitely. Like whenever I do try to sing covers, um, yeah, sometimes I have seasons. I have off seasons with my voice. Like I, I, I notice that there are some days where I feel like I can't sing at all and sometimes when mm. you like when I when I sing it's it's like oh parang, parang my voice is in good condition ah. so sige let's, let's try to let's do that let's sing more so, yeah yeah let's sing more but yeah definitely I think it does 
uh, has something to do with practice. I don't really sing that much. I, I don't really do anything. Like, I don't know. I don't really practice my my voice anymore. So, yeah, it's it's a struggle. But and I, it's like I believe because when I was in a choir, when I was still singing in a choir. Every day we had to practice, like every day, Monday to Saturday, we practice. We practice hard. It's like we practice for like four hours every fucking day, mm. and that was when I felt the most confident because, like, I was singing fucking Bohemian Rhapsody while sitting down when I was right. in a choir, and because Dude, the- I haven't, I haven't what? heard you sing at all. I know you have it, and I was like, I told you, it's like we could do something, you know, and I, yeah. it's it's something that. Back then, when I was singing, because I was practicing very hard, and based from experience and what I hear from everyone, it's like it really does. Like, really, practice does make everything better. Because vocal vocal cords are being exercised and shit, and mm-hmm. you get to. Back then, I was also like this kind of nerd when it comes to singing. Nah, it's like we do solfeggio, so we we you know uh, read the notes and shit. And it's mm-hmm. like back then, I used to read the notes when I saw which it's like uh, kung G clef or F clef bayon, and then it's like fucking. It's like I just knew, and now it's like I I read notes and it's like fuck, ano to? Like I can't even do that anymore, and it's just like I hate the fact that I'm not singing anymore. It's like I still know how to sing. I know the note in my head, and I know how to project the note, but. The projection isn't as ideal or isn't as good as I want it to be. As before. Yeah, yeah. and it's horrible. It's like I'm one of those nerds na parang I, I put I can imagine my voice at the top of my head and I can imagine it it's like just you know rotating there. Parang oh put your voice here because head tone. And then I imagine myself like with the box or with a sphere. They're putting my voice there. And I was such a nerd when it comes to singing and music. It was nuts. And right now, yeah, it's like I felt I feel I felt horrible earlier. It's like everyone was like, oh, that's the good great job. You know how the yeah, but the then it's not are. up to your standards. Yeah, right? but it's not really up to my standards. And I hated mm-hmm. myself for that. That's why I was like, I messaged Ali almost immediately. It's like, perform. Shit, I don't know how to sing anymore. And it really... you, should, you should have recorded it. Yeah, probably some of them did, but I wasn't really yeah. like keen on like asking one of my sisters to like, hey, can you record yung the yung performance Why because not? Because I was there. It's like I was, I was standing there reading the lyrics. My dad was like twirling around because dad's like that. And then it's like I was just there. It's like I was singing. Welcome to Yasufa. Oh my god. It's like I wasn't even dancing and shit and I was I felt like a fucking tool. And I don't Dude, know. I swear like Filipino parties like it goes hand in hand talaga with like a karaoke machine or like some sort of singing. Yeah. And we had a full band. We had a band there. They were performing yeah. and they were so good too. It's like what a, what a show cover band. I forgot their name. I think it was a uh, Sticks band or State band. I I forgot, but mm. they were such an awesome group. And they did such a stellar job with Everybody Wants to Rule the World. It's not instrumentally the easiest song to do. And they did mm-hmm. it so well. And here I am, it's like uh, with my subpar singing and I hated myself like literally. I don't know. That's you okay. probably feel that way. I'm pretty sometimes. sure you're just I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you're just being too hard on yourself, like as as, as a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, I I can relate. I, I used to be in a high school band also. Um the Paramore. usual uh Paramore. Yeah, the usual oh, stuff would be Paramore. Yeah. And what else? Like all time low. All uh, time did, low. Like, a bunch of, yeah. Like we did a bunch of like old school songs too. Um, right. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes like I would look back on the videos that would probably never see the light of day. Um, oh and man, I, I gotta would, see those. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that moment, like when when I saw it back then when I was a lot younger, I was like, "Fuck!" Like I can't watch it. Like it was so cringy. But then now that I, like in recent years, when I when I look back and watch it, parang I didn't really sound that bad. I mean, like actually, right? I was in pretty good condition. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess 
I guess old age and like other other factors mm-hmm. have probably affected my my singing ability. <laughs> I I, yeah, you have it. It's like for everyone for for context. Like Ingrid has never seen me sing. I I always tell her that oh yeah, I used to sing in the band, shit like that. And we see her yeah. sing all the time. It's like, but she's never seen me at all. I haven't sent her shit. Yeah. It's like she always tells yeah, and we've me. Known- We've known each other for like a year now. More than a year now, yeah. Heard you, yeah, yeah. I've heard you sing. Yeah, so yeah. I I don't know. It's like I I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if that changes. I'm pretty sure you're good. I'm pretty sure you're good. I. It's like I feel. I don't. I'm not on the. um, It's like I don't do the choir shit anymore, which was I felt when I was at my highest. Mm -hmm. Dude, I used to sing soprano, and tenor. It's like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I was soprano one. I was. I was the. It's like I did shit, like, and I was really. I've either just been the melody or falsetto. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like I, I was, I was really up there, and I, I felt, I felt so confident in myself when I was like back in high school when I was still doing choir. I, I told myself like I'm the best in my batch when it comes to singing. It's like no one else comes close, not even second. I felt at least, and yeah, it's just not there anymore. We, we sound like such theater kids too. I right, feel like right. other <laughs> listeners would be like, "What the fuck is like soprano? What the fuck is a falsetto? What the hell?" Tung tung yung confidence nito masado ng like ibabal natin ng konte. By the way, can I just say before we start the show, I'm reading some of the comments on YouTube. It's really funny to see. Thank you very much. Like I've I'm seeing comments from our full length. I'm seeing comments on our our shorts and. Keep them coming, guys. Like we we love reading them. Like we we read all of them actually, uh, not only there Thank but also guys. on Spotify. Uh, really mm-hmm. great that you guys are interacting there. Thank you very much. I just wanted to point that out. Welcome back to the Kingdom Podcast Season Four. My name is Yuki. Over here is Ingrid. Another DWI show. Um, no Bobby for today. Uh, Bobby's busy, but um, yeah, I think he's at a convention, a- like a Japanese convention. I is think. he? Shit. Man. Yeah. You know, I was thinking before we start, this is a tangent, but it's a short one. Prior to us recording, I was talking to my mother and I was like, just telling her that I hate being an adult. It's like, I don't, I hate adulting. And it's like, everyone does. Yeah. Pay my bills and shit like that. It's like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And I was telling her, it's like, hey, if I go back to school, as a 30 year old, shut up. So I was go. I was thinking, it's like I want to go to Benilde and get multimedia arts. It's like it's Dude, either Benilde or UP. And no, you could you could definitely apply for a scholarship. You yeah, can, but I don't know. I don't know Benilde. Why not? It's one hundred and twenty percent. Why not? <laughs> no, that's why you should apply for a uh, no scholarship, or you could actually work there too. You could, you know, teach. Yeah, but it's like I have work. Yeah, I can. So oh, I, can right. I have work, and I don't want to. I don't want to stop working because I I have oh, yeah. the most Makes amazing sense. job in the world. So I know, but like you could probably like take crash courses because it's still an an investment for yourself, right? Like yeah, you know, it's like maybe another course, and it'd be yeah. it'd be awesome uh, to have like dual courses and shit. And I I didn't yeah. really like the first one anyway, so having like a second one, which I am really ingrained on like you know just doing for a living would be awesome but mm-hmm. yeah here the dogs are being dogs today for some reason so you'll probably hear those like all throughout the show i apologize to everyone but yeah, yeah. i mean we should we should put in the title featuring tyler featuring, molly yeah lily no it's and just Murdoch. lily just lily and oh, okay. just just the kids it's horrible anyway okay. so yeah um so yeah, I was asking my mom and then she was like, um, hindi, hindi, hindi ko ata kaya, pero sige, mag-apply ka. Tignan natin kung ano magagawa natin. And I was like, <laughs> I, I'm going to send UPLB an email later in the day and ask them, it's like, hey, it's like, what can I do and shit? It's like, how can I get from here to here? And I'm oh, yeah. pretty excited, you know, going back to school. Now more than ever, I feel like at our age, it's, it's sort of a sweet spot for us to still, you know, practice our talents you know yeah, like right? still do something on the side that would probably heal our inner child that's right and it's like we have the benefit of being this age but at the same time not having the responsibility of having a family just yet true and true 
yeah, I want to take advantage of that. And Ali's like all for it, which is great. So yeah, why not, dude? It's an investment for yourself. Let's see. Go for it. Yeah. So speaking of that, so you know, adulting and shit, and it's like I I feel that the current regime of K-pop, at least not not the regime, but the current set of fans mm-hmm. are I think more mature when it comes to looking at the idols and, and it's a lot to say it's like don't get me wrong there's still a lot of horse shit when, coming around when it comes to being a K-pop fan because there's still yeah. a lot of toxic fans and we can't really deny those but they get I think they get to a more mature state of mind faster Compared to yeah. at least how we did, and I'm saying this because the topic for um, for this show, it's like you can you saw the um, you saw the title. Um, it's about basically humanizing K-pop, not just the idols, but it's like well, specifically the idols, but humanizing K-pop in a sense where we don't have to put them on such a high pedestal for us to. I guess get on with our daily K-pop lives, mm. and I can start start this to- uh, topic off by saying that I felt, in my personal point of view, that back then I wasn't the most mature fan. It's like if you if you follow me for years and years already, you you're pretty darn sure that I was not only toxic in a sense, um, but at the same time, it's like I put them on such like the the uh, i don't want to say addiction addiction is such a strong word but the feelings that i had for tiffany young back then was probably questionable i had relationship issues because of tiffany young (laughs) it's Mm. like like I, I didn't go to dates back then because, oh, shit, my bad. Sorry, she's on whatever that was, like v- Weverse, I think, at that time. We didn't have really? V-Live yet. I don't know. Yeah, she was live here, so I couldn't go on a date. I apologize. What? Even I, though there weren't any subtitles available? Like, yeah. You had to watch it there. I, I missed out on wow. dates because of concerts that someone was streaming Using her phone, audio only, <laughs> and I was—I didn't know that about you. I was so bad. I was so horrible back then. It was nuts. It's like I—it was really bad. I ghosted people because they found it awkward mm-hmm. that I was really into this. We're probably and- the opposite because. When I was in a relationship back then, like I got into BTS like really like like deep into mm-hmm. the BTS fandom, and I would express my love for Jimin. Jimin was my my first bias in in BTS, um, and I, I had a best friend who was also not Jungkook. Hello, I know right? Fuck, fucking a. Um yeah, so and I had a best friend who also had the same love for for Jimin, so I was like just mainly vo- word vomiting all my love for mm. for Jimin, but I was hiding my I was kind of like keeping it in control. I wasn't really I was kind of like hiding the obsession, my obsession <laughs> for Jimin that time with my my boyfriend that time. So hiding yeah, it? What do you mean hiding it? What what do you Not mean? Not even hiding it, but like I wasn't like as expressive like it took me a while before mm. i got to actually like you know post like about, kind of yeah 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 post like my like sex like you know certainly the usual the ingrid that you know yeah, today the thirsty one. post like thirsty posts <laughs> about hanbin so yeah right yeah i was i was pretty I, I was pretty low-key back then so i couldn't imagine like really like you were you were you were like that you let your your love for K-pop affect your relationship? Oh, Yo, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. It was nuts. Um, and I also think that it's like, uh, we're probably going on a tangent, but not really. Because I I felt that they were such, like, they were such high on that pedestal that mm. I could 
remove people from my mm-hmm. personal life because I right. already had people on my personal life that actually understands. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I was, I was really, really into those people as well, because uh, they got it, they get what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, that's why I wasn't really that scared when it comes to ghosting other people and shit like that. And that's why, that's why I, I prove, I, I'm trying to prove a point where I personally think that new fans, newer fans nowadays, don't have that kind of toxicity in their head. Of literally ghosting people or just ignoring them because of their Mm -hmm. love of K-pop. And it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't proud of it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm saying this as like, just for context and just for you guys to know the story. But yeah, obviously I wasn't proud of that. It's like, I've, I've missed out on a lot of things because of K-pop. And it's like, do I regret some of them? Heck yeah, I did. I I did. I did. I still Mm do. But that's how it is, you know. And it it kind of feels very different now, because the newer fans don't really go through that kind of shit. Obviously, some of them still do. But mm-hmm. I guess I think the the newer generation of fans tend to humanize K-pop more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good thing. And and there's still a lot of people that I know. Um, and there's still a lot of us na parang they still put this and that on on such a high bar na parang mm. you know I could care less about any other things. It's like Akges for instance. Like I'm pretty sure um, you know those Sassing fans or the Akge fans na yung isa lang yung gusto dun sa group. Mm-hmm. It's like they're they're probably putting them in such a high pedestal. And those are the toxic fans that I mainly talk about. Um, and I just do not, at this day and age, at this state of mind, this maturity, I do not understand now why I used to do that, why I did that back then. It's like if I were this age and I can go back to Dustin, um, you know, circa... 2012. I would tell him, it's like, dude, it's like, okay, bruh, give it time. It'll pass. But you're being shitty right now. It's like, right now is just a phase. It's like, K-pop mm-hmm. isn't a phase, but that kind of mentality and fucking uh, horse sight, that, that's not gonna last. Yeah. And, it's like I guess I'm a I'm a bit more mature now because it's like I I humanize K-pop. They're still human to begin with, and they're still doing the same old shit that you are, which you're being judged mm-hmm. for, and now you're judging them. Um, but it was like, you know, it's like if you're doing it, why can't they? That's yeah. that's the age-old question. Because let's put that into perspective a little bit. Because if they're doing shit, it's like in general, if they're doing something what's deemed sort of negative, like for instance, vaping, right? It's like I vape on the podcast and it's like, that's a normal thing for me because I vape. I don't necessarily hide it because I don't find the need to do so. Um, mm-hmm. if, I, if I did, then I would, but um, I don't find the need to do so. So I vape a whole lot during episodes and, I never felt the need to hide it because, like, that this is me being human. Um, and I feel that vaping, for instance, like in the K-pop world, it's not something that we should look down on to that extent. It's like, I guess we can look down on vaping in general because yeah, it's bad for our health. Right. But we're human. It's like, it's something that I don't think, even like for you, for you know, us friends and shit. If you see some someone on your friends, uh, like on your circle, na parang nagvivape siya or umiinom siya, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be something that you should judge them for, right? I mean, in reality, no, it's, it's their life yeah. anyway. Like, that. I mean, it's true that vaping or smoking is bad for your health. And since, like, for example, if you're an idol and you have a lot of um, fans who look up to you. I could understand why um, yes. some fans 
would you know hope for their idols to stop smoking mm. or vaping but then at the same time some fans go to the extent where uh they they start petitions or like they send emails to the entertainment companies like asking them to leave the the company or or even like leaving really nasty comments, um, comments mm. like attacking them online which is you know wrong but i think um it's a recurring topic for this podcast how you know we always talk about um treating idols as human beings like they are um called idols like in a sense because they you know they want to be idolized by other people and because they want to set a good example to everyone but at the same time you can't really control their life like and most of the most of the idols who got exposed like it's so funny to me when they say exposed or like get caught like as if it's such a crime to do i mean like i guess in korea i'm not sure i i'm not sure if it is illegal to to smoke um in public i guess like indoors i know it's not allowed to to smoke indoors if um the vape or or if if there's nicotine in it because you know health problem health, health issues um but yeah uh, shit, I lost my point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, while you think of your point, um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, there there was a point where it's like even it's like dating, for instance, they called it scandals back then. I know we talked about this previously. It's like they call it mm. dating scandals. It's like not news, mm-hmm. but it's like scandal. What a what a negative. Yeah, term, right. Like, why do they have to make it like so newsworthy? Like. I don't get it. I think well, it kind of is newsworthy. Worthy, because it's like they're yeah. famous people, and I I mm-hmm. get why it's newsworthy, but mm-hmm. to to shine to not shine a light towards something that is deemed to humanize the idol. That's what mm-hmm. I don't get. It's like why do we look down upon idols vaping or dating mm-hmm. other smoking. people, yeah. smoking and shit. It's like drinking, even. Yeah, it's like you guys smoke too. It's like I'm pretty sure it's like a lot of K-pop fans smoke. I'm darn sure. I say I've been there. I've gotten to know people in the K-pop fandom culture that are fucking chain smokers, myself included. I was, mm-hmm. I was such a huge smoker back then. Puta ina, it's like I smoked hard, and. I was the type of guy na parang naiirita ako kapag hindi ako nakakapagsigarilyo. It's like, naiirita ako and nakikita mo. It's like, fuck. Hindi mm-hmm. pa ako nakapag-yosi. Saan ako mag-yosi? Ganun, ganyan, ganyan. And then, yeah. it's like, it was, it was such a horrible time. And, I just don't get why we have to put a negative tone if an idol is showing a more vulnerable state. Mm. Yeah, I think it should be appreciated in a sense because it does show that they are real and they also have the same struggles and they probably have their own reasons why they started smoking, either socially or, you know, um, nicotine is something. Yeah, nicotine is something to, you know, you can it use lessens to stress from. Oh yeah, it, mm-hmm. lessen, it, it does lessen and, stress. And like as idols, like we don't know what the hell they're going through. Like, yeah, so we can't really kapag, judge them for their choices. Kapag sorry, trigger warning. Kapag like they hurt themselves, biglang iyak iyak tayo. Kasi mm. ganto na pala nararamdaman nila. It's like I just don't. Yeah. I cannot, in my right mind. Before we get to our commercial break, I cannot, in my right mind, tell myself that X and Y shouldn't date or X shouldn't do vape or drink and shit like that. Because mm-hmm. it's like I do it. Why can't they? Why can't I? Mm-hmm. Why? Why do I clamor for respect from my peers, even while I do this? But then I can't respect the fact that my idols are doing the exact same thing. It's like if I can't, it's like there's a there's a there's an old adage, 
um, or an old quote that says like, you can't give something that you don't have. Yeah. And it's like, if I, if I have the respect, like if I have the respect of my peers while I do this, why can't I give that then to idols na? It's like on a daily basis, I listen and watch. I, I, I just don't, I just don't get it. And it's a lot of, it's a lot to say. Because a lot of the fans would definitely say na parang, it's like, yeah, you don't understand. Because I stay celibate or I stay pure when it comes to, you know, drugs and alcohol and shit. And it's like, that's you. That's on you. It's like, they don't, they don't owe you anything, to be honest. Like, uh, to me, yeah. and uh, that's the reality of things. It's like, they owe you to an extent, like, you could think of. Because you give them the love, the money, literally. You give them the, the attention mm-hmm. and shit. But that's on you. It, it doesn't equate to them doing the exact same thing. They don't owe you anything. They know you as a collective name. They don't, they don't know Ingrid as Ingrid. They don't know Yuki as Yuki. Like they, they, they don't know us like that. Mm-hmm. You're probably one of the lucky ones. Kung kunyari talagang friends kayo and shit. Oh. Don, siguro pa pwede ka like, oh, but ka nag, nag-vape? Wag. That's yeah. bad for you. It's like, you can say it as a joke. You can say it as a serious note. Kasi kilala mo siya personally. Mm-hmm. But right now... For someone you don't really know, yeah. Yeah, you don't really know them. Whatever you, know you see, whatever you see online... Is probably just like point zero 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 one of like who they really are. So. You know how controlled idols are. Do you know that mm-hmm. YG, as an agency, doesn't allow Blackpink and Two Twenty One in one photo unless it's for a broadcast? Did you know what? that? Yeah. No, that's crazy. Right? Why? So you know how I. I like I, I could think of multiple reasons all of them would be shitty. But I'm you see how controlling agencies and the entertainment industry is when it comes to mm. things like that. Can you imagine mm-hmm. fucking it's like I'm not allowed to be on photos with a certain person because yeah. my company doesn't allow me to? It's not like me wearing it's like a problematic shirt, you know? That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. Pero it's like having be be photographed with another person is not allowed. Because I knew that recently. Because Rose attended an event with CL there. Someone posted a photo of Rose and tagged CL in as well, but cropped mm-hmm. the photo. CL was supposedly there. But because they're not allowed to be in the same photo, person had to crop out CL, and probably po- I don't I don't know I, I don't I don't know if she also posted the exact same photo with Rose cropped again, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't know. But that's what I heard. That could be a rumor. That could also be it's like you know, rumors are. I don't think they're always baseless. You know? I guess like it has rumors, to come from somewhere. Yeah, it has to come right? from somewhere. There's a there's a certain level of truth when it comes to rumors, I think. It's like not always mm-hmm. true, obviously. But it came from somewhere and that was the truth for someone. And something as obnoxious as, as that, it's like I would believe in a sense or I would believe in the context of because I know YG and YG is mm. such a shitty agency at least for me. So yeah, I mean there's still a lot to to uh, you know tackle when it comes to this topic. We'll, we'll get to our commercial break first. When we come back, we'll talk more of this and just this disappointments of humanizing K-pop idols when we return here on the Kingdom Podcasting before go away. This is the Kingdom Podcast with DWI. We'll be back after a brief break. 
You're listening to the Kingdom Podcast. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. The OGs are back. Welcome back to the podcast. What do we... You know, here's the here's biggest question before I get to our socials. What do we use now? Like, do we just stick to IG and YouTube? Because like, I'm not the biggest fan of X anymore. And bit questionable when it comes to the security stuff. We just uh, stick to IG. I feel like yeah, we could do right? IG threads. and threads too. Yeah. yeah. You should start I mean since threads. I since I have access to the IG account for for the podcast, I can also do threads, you know. Yeah. I think we should do that. Yeah, I think we should stick with IG. So like we still have Facebook and X if you're still big with that. Yeah, we'll try our best to keep those as updated, but we're probably not gonna put so much emphasis on those but it will mm-hmm. just probably be on IG and threads and TikTok obviously um, yeah. all in the same name at the kingdom pod ph you can also subscribe to us on YouTube youtube.com forward slash at the kingdom pod ph you can follow myself on IG and on threads I guess at youthmeister and for Ingrid here Ingrid Marie double I double E on TikTok and on IG Ingrid Marie double I double E with an underscore at the end so yeah mm-hmm. pretty good shit so yeah we'll probably just stick with IG I think IG is pretty robust to what we're doing anyway yeah, so, yeah. oh yeah, we're on LinkedIn <laughs> that's a thing what the hell yeah we're on LinkedIn um okay. our LinkedIn is fuck I don't even know uh LinkedIn LinkedIn.com forward slash at the kingdom page as well I think mm-hmm. yeah we don't post anything so if, there. If, it's just for professionals. If there would be brand collaborations, feel free to yes. get in touch with us. Yeah, we can, we can get <laughs> in touch there. with us there. Yeah, good shit. We're planning a lot for season four, just for everyone's con- mm-hmm. uh, you know, information. So, yeah, pretty big stuff. Uh, hopefully, we can get to them as soon as possible. But, uh, yeah, welcome back to the show. Um, topic. What was the thing that we were talking about? Right. Um, humanizing uh, K-pop idols. You know what's cool? What's cool are documentaries. In general, I watch them a whole lot. But if it's a documentary that has K-pop on it, I really want to watch all of those. Mm-hmm. And such a great example of humanizing K-pop idols is BTS's um, Beyond the Story. Yeah. It's like it, the, Beyond they, the Stage, is it? Beyond the Story. Behind the Stage? Oh. Yeah, Beyond the Story. Um mm. I personally think that they portrayed such a down-to-earth image when it comes to documentaries. Not just BTS, but like K-pop idols in general. I've seen a whole mm-hmm. like a whole lot of them. You, you could see even make an argument for. Someone like XG, for instance, where they did the show, but it wasn't really a documentary. It was more of like, you know, a show. And they would still project a certain image there. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. you see their goofy side where you would relate to them a whole lot. And that's what I... And you see see how they were like before they became XG. Yeah. And that's what I feel is a bit still lacking right now is getting to see them in a less formal way. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love variety shows. And that was the thing that I, w- I wanted to talk about. It's like something like Running Man, for instance. Like I- I'm reacting like that because Ingrid knows that how I feel about Running Man. I don't hate Running Man. I actually love it too much. And shows like Running Man because there's really no script to it, you would see how idols interact with, you know, other idols or other people in the industry in a more humane way or in a more relatable way. I think relatability is the theme for this episode where we try and relate to the idols. And once we get to relate to the idols, that's where we see them. Or that's where we, we humanize them in, in a certain way. Because mm-hmm. if we see them, ah, shit, Jungkook's doing this. 
or it's like V recently did Running Man and he was really funny there too. Um, mm-hmm. I think Jin also do, did Running Man recently. And it's like, it's great, you know? It's like seeing them in a certain way or to a certain extent na parang hindi nila kailangan maging super pretentious about what they're doing kasi they need to think yeah. on their feet on what to rebut for, um, when other people talk to them, which is fantastic. Um, I think gearing towards idols going on multiple shows every time even very young in their career would eliminate that kind of notion where we put them at such a high bar that's why I love documentaries that's why I love shows and I think we need idols to appear on them more yeah and it's not this is the thing I felt like it wasn't the same for big groups which groups am I talking about? Blackpink, Twice, BTS. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see them a whole lot. Yeah, there were a there were a good chunk of shows. Pero it's not to the extent that I want to see them. And mm-hmm. I feel that the the people that follow them, especially the more toxic ones, what didn't really have the chance to look at them in that certain light. That's why. Mm-hmm. I feel idols should have the opportunity to appear on more shows. Not only for content, but humanizing them in that sense would, I feel, definitely help not only the idols, but the fandom. And Mm -hmm. we can veer away from news of X and Y vaping and making it such a big deal. Yeah, but I do do feel like BTS is slowly... um, getting away from that uh, formal, uh, I guess, image. Because in, like recently, um, Jungkook was seen smoking somewhere, mm. right? Mm. And he has been going on lives for uh, the past few months now, drinking with his fans. So I think it will do good for the younger generation of K-pop to see big groups like BTS, like showing that, oh, um, we do X, Y, and Z, but it doesn't affect how good we are as idols. And yeah. it doesn't really affect how um, we perform or like the, the amount of content, the quality of music we put out there. And don't and, get us wrong. Like, I feel like for this podcast, like I vape a whole lot, but I never promote it. We don't promote doing this. I just want to make things clear. You see mm-hmm. it, but I, I want to make things clear that this is like my personal preference and I'm not the kind of person where I would uh, ito, yeah, do it na. because it's like I, I don't want to do that. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I, we don't promote vaping or drinking on the show. We just want to point out that these are things that we do behind the scenes and we're giving more or less people the idea that we're like we we drink on the show. It's like there were episodes that we drink on the show. I vape on the show, and we're giving yeah. you a sense of how we are also in a personal level. But that's just on me. That's on Ingrid when she's drinking. That's on me when I drink and vape. It's like that's on us. We don't want to promote it and tell people now. Oh, you should do it too, because. Mm-hmm. It's just us being more personal on how we approach the podcast. And I feel that that's also idols' way. Not that we're saying we're idols. Not not at all. Mm-hmm. Pero like idols, when they drink or vape, shouldn't also be a big thing. Should, mm-hmm. Shouldn't also be something that they should be judged for. Because it's them being human. And it's, it's great that we relate to them at a certain extent. Because mm-hmm. they... They can make mistakes too. I feel that we, we give them too much pressure to be perfect. Mm. I say in some of our eyes, they are at a certain degree. Yeah, we have to stop babying them. True. Like they're liter- liter- literally almost 30-year-olds. <laughs> some of them are even. It's like Jin. Yeah. Jin from BTS yeah. is 32 now? Around mm-hmm. that age, right? So... Yeah, I mean, 
what how do i say this um for for the people that so i was i i even thought of the joke earlier because i i thought of it because um ingrid was saying that jimin was her bias like her first bias so the joke that i thought of was like oh so you like ollie london <laughs> it's like i thought of ollie london because for instance right like someone like ollie london i could never understand where he's coming from um he's trolling yeah i don't know if he's trolling uh i, yes. I want to be respectful of the pronoun i don't know because i don't know i'm calling ollie london he so i don't know mm. um but i want to be respectful of what he thinks is going on but it wasn't really the right way of approaching the love that you have not only for the idol but for the culture and i also saw this um viral uh video um where he let his dog step on the korean flag while he's using it as a blanket that was pretty bad that was yeah that was that was a different level yeah it, it's he probably did it intentionally just to get a rise out i don't of even know it's like i in his defense uh see this is me defending not him per se but by the way i need to charge again yeah it's fine go <laughs> it's like i'm not defending him per se but i'm i'm mm. just thinking of like any possible reason why he let his dog do that um Maybe he didn't intend to like get that for or do that for Cloud because it's like his dog is you know it's a dog so the dog wouldn't know that stepping on a a flag is disrespectful because the dog yeah. in the dog's head they're on his bed and he's wearing it as a blanket and then his dog is like just stepping on the blanket so that I would that I could understand but I I just don't. That's the thing. I I don't want to give Ali London his praises because there's really no praise to give. But at the same time, it's like I'm also trying to also humanize Ali London. Yeah. Or try to make sense of what the heck. Yeah, he's exactly. And doing. If I can humanize someone like Ali London, why can't I humanize the people I actually follow and love? You know. Hmm. And that's that's why I I feel that this conversation of looking at them in such a high prestige shouldn't be the case anymore. Hmm. I've I've grown out of that face, and I'm pretty sure like a lot of people haven't. But at one point, I hope though that it gets there sooner, or they get there sooner. Yeah. Um, no, I think it is slowly getting there. Yeah, I guess like, like what you said, yeah, we're in a better place. Gener- yeah, yeah. Um, this generation is a lot more accepting, and it's a lot more yeah, woke. Think, you know, pun intended. Yeah, it's like Gen you know. Zs just don't judge. I think it's just because they grew up in the age where there's so much, like they experience so much adversity. So, like I think almost all of them have like an advocacy. So like they just. You know what's don't really judge. And I think they're such at a prime time when it comes to education. That's what mm. I am very jealous of when it comes to the current generation. Because you know. Gen Z has the capabilities and the resources to learn exactly how they need to act in certain situations because yeah. of the amount of content and the amount of education that they can get from multiple platforms. Mm. It's like they did social media, it's like, well, some of them did social media right. Because there's still Gen Zs na parang trigger happy sa Facebook. Yung mga nag-comment yeah. na ano. Well, but a good chunk of them, you know, I actually learn a lot from my Gen Z friends too. Like I, I look, I look up to some of the Gen, Gen Z, Z content creators. I, I do. Like, um, I'm on the brink of being a Gen Z. I think I'm like at the edge. 
no, you're at titas. Like your age might be on, on the edge, but it's like your 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 mindset isn't at all. Your your old your mindset's older than me. <laughs> I guess fine, but then yeah, I like I do learn a lot from um, the Gen Z content creators that I see on social media. Like they they make great points, and they're not afraid to say like what's on their mind, especially if it is for a good cause. Like they're just so sure of themselves too. So I'm not really worried about the next generation in K-pop. I think we can already see that with the Seraphim, with what, um, what's her name? Yunjin did? Mm. Ha Yunjin? Mm. Um, how, how her song um, speaks about her being an idol doesn't make her a doll. Like she's still human. So I think we're seeing a lot of that in, uh, in the fourth gen group. So I think they're, they're yeah, more think- outspoken now. More yeah, unapologetic in a sense, mm, mm. and they're a lot more uh, hands-on with their concepts too. Like mm. it's not just like some of them are still, you know, like about love or about friendship, but it it's also you could actually pick up some lessons from their songs or their concepts too, which is cool. That's right. So yeah, I'm that's why I love about, Wasa. Wasa's yeah. Gen Z. Oh yeah, yeah. And she she sings about. You know, loving herself more, and Mama Blue in general, like did that. Parang they yeah. they do goofy songs um, about being them being goofy, but at the same time, it's still quality content, like mm. song wise. And that's why I love. And I think there was there was like this thing with Wasa before. Um, there was an article about her not being a like not being the Korean standard, mm. and I'm not sure if this actually came from her. She said that, well, if I'm not the Korean standard, yes. then I'm gonna. Create my own beauty standard, yep. which is, you know, she is now. She so. is now, yeah. Yeah, that's from it's a really concert. Cool. She she said that. That that was right mm-hmm. after the article came out. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they're, they're, the current generation is more unapologetic. I, I personally believe that Gen Z is a smarter generation compared to us millennials. And mm-hmm. it's just a matter of them, I feel, at this current age what I feel is that it's just a matter of them knowing what is really right from wrong and not mm-hmm. only it's like not I'm not I'm not saying that they don't know what's right from wrong but we said this during the commercial break if someone thinks they're right even if they're wrong it makes them dangerous because if you mm. believe that what you're clam like what you're doing is true, then it's yeah. like that's a different thing. Like that's belief that you're thinking of. And I feel that that's that might be the, the problem of this current generation in the long run. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not talking I'm just mainly talking about the fans, okay? I'm not talking about them, their individuality. It's like um being in a fandom, it might be a bit difficult to get people to listen to you if they already think that they're right because Mm -hmm. these fans right now they're smarter they're faster when it comes to picking up stuff and the current even the current generation of k-pop are hella more talented than the the previous generations we've already discussed this um back then we think that the current regime of k-pop are the most talented crop that k-pop has ever produced I personally think that Gen 3 is all already over. That's what I mm-hmm. feel. It's like, yeah, I mean, Gen 4 is there, but Gen 3 reigning on K-pop still, I think we're done. If yeah. BTS doesn't come back and Blackpink's going on hiatus and TWICE is nearing the end of their, their contract, contract, don't know if they're going to renew still, I personally believe that even if TWICE renews, the girl group scene will just be all super shy and unforgiven. That's it. Yeah. My only fear is the people that are currently, you know, kind of new in the scene would think that they're right even if they aren't. That's what that's my fear. Cuz they they feel so confident and so unapologetic. And that's why I feel that that's where we come in the picture. And, you know, I think 
us older fans, we have the responsibility of calling people out. Not not all not primarily because we think that we're right all the time. But mm-hmm. if it's really something that it's like we should this is a very Tito thing to say, but if the end goal of the conversation is you not getting along, then there's a problem. Yeah. If it's just um you proving yourself correctly yeah. or like that you're right, then it's like your version of truth doesn't necessarily equate to the truth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like us older generation would can approach that. In, like, jot down the middle mm-hmm. compared to you know the younger links that are very trigger happy because yeah. they're very trigger happy. It's like online. Yeah, they're very passionate. <laughs> yes, and I can get the passion. This is passion. What we're doing is passion. It's like this is a passion project. We don't, you know, we don't we don't earn a whole lot. Like this is not our living. Um, this podcast, um, but. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool what's going on with the current regime of K-pop fans. But at the same time, getting to know these idols in a more humane way might also help you in the long run on how you approach things in the K-pop fandom culture. Because mm. you can you can understand and respect where the idols are coming from, if ever, that you look at them in a lower standard. We don't need to put them yeah. on a higher standard because they're idols. Um, they can make mistakes too. Mm-hmm. And it's like recently, huge mistakes, right? It's like sometimes you, you need to put accountability too. It's like mm-hmm. there are mistakes that you can let pass. There's some mistakes that you shouldn't. And we need to we need to draw the line there. But how do it's like Ingrid? How do you how do we how do we judge what we can pass to what we shouldn't? If it's respect, if it's universally known for millions of people doing something like this, yeah, we could probably make a pass on that, right? It's yeah. like Kathleen Bernardo, something like that. It's like we're running out of time, but really, really quickly. Kathleen Bernardo, we we made such a huge deal with seeing her vaping. Mm-hmm. The fuck? I wouldn't, even if I don't vape, I wouldn't feel as yeah. bad, you know? Well, I guess we can't really know what it is for her. But then since the video of her vaping came out, she's not she's not unapologetic about it right. as well. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Kathleen's your age. She even right? joked about it, yeah. She joked about yeah, it with like, Dolly. Oh yeah, Leon. right. It's like I hope the hit nga or something. It's fucking funny. So yeah, I mean final thoughts. I always say this, but you should just let them live. Like they're they're people too. They're people too, and if we, I mean, they're still going to be idols. But if we put them as being humans first, then I don't think there wouldn't be controversies or scandals such as like, oh, so and so got caught smoking, like as like a big deal. Yeah. It shouldn't be such a big deal. My final thoughts as we cap off the show, and I'm going to say this once, it's just K-pop. Mm-hmm. Don't take it too seriously. Mm-hmm. We, you may, you might, we might, they might make an argument that we're taking it seriously because we're doing this K-pop podcast, but mm-hmm. we're just reacting to something that we love. Mm. Yeah, we're passionate and this about. This is a way for us. This is a way for us to educate those who mm. probably need to be educated. And we're just talking. It's like mm. we're friends in real life too. It's like mm. we we talk even even not on this setting. We talk a whole lot mm. on a daily mm. basis. Even 
and this is just us like you know talking just so happens that people are listening which is great yeah and we're we're taking advantage of our platform yeah yeah content creation that's the show thank you very much for listening to the kingdom podcast season 4 we'll see you again for the next episode we'll have Bobby back see you guys peace The Kingdom Podcast is brought to you by the Kingdom Podcast creative team. Executively produced by Dustin Sese and presented by The Bunk Collective. You can find us on Facebook, X, Instagram, and TikTok at The Kingdom Pod PH. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. For inquiries, please email us at thekingdompodph at thebunkph.com. And don't forget to visit thebunkph.com forward slash thekingdompodph. Thanks for listening to the show and see you next time.